This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Hi. For me, nature is one of the neatest things on this planet. That's why Nate and I started This Is A Place podcast, because we want everyone to know how neat Utah is instead of just Nate and me knowing it. That's why I always take a gun with me. <laughs> oh, Welcome to our Nature Walk episode. Nature Walk? Is that what we're calling it? That's not what we're going to call it, but it, it was a nature walk that we took. So I thought it was only fitting that we start out paying homage to the classic 2009 YouTube video. This is the This Is A Place podcast. Thanks for everybody who's been following along and liking yeah. our stuff. This is kind of an exciting episode since it's our first international episode. That's true. I got a, I got a, a riddle for you. What are you when you're going to the bathroom, when you're in the bathroom, and when you're leaving the bathroom? Mm, I don't know. When you're going to the bathroom, you're Russian. When you're in the bathroom, you're European. And when you're done, you're Finnish. Hey, Brandon. Yeah. Knock, knock. Who's there? Europe. Europe who? No, Europe who. Oh, man. Gotcha. How did I fall for that one? Oh, yeah, it's a good kid joke. And yet you're the one sharing it with me. Hey, dad jokes work on all <laughs> levels. Well, where are we should we tell our listeners the international trips that we took today alone? We visited twenty-five different countries. Twenty-five. We just decided to go for it. Or maybe people are thinking, hey, they went to Disneyland. I thought Disneyland was closed. It is closed. It but is closed. the next best thing is the international peace gardens located in Salt Lake City or Rose Park. Nate, did you know that this place existed before I told you about it? No. So that's part of the reason that I was excited to do this podcast was to learn about places like this or just anything that I did not know of prior. So I've spent all but three years of my life living in Salt Lake County. And I never knew this place existed. I've been doing real estate since 2001 and have done multiple deals in this area and had no idea <laughs> that it even existed. So I um, was pleasantly surprised with uh, our trip today. So, Didn't you even play softball right and that's, to yes. the place? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so when uh, we were trying to find the place today the gps took me uh to the west side of the park or the gardens which was just a residential neighborhood and i thought they've got to have a parking lot so we drove around the corner and lo and behold there's a softball field where i've actually played uh a couple leagues but that parking lot for the softball fields shares a parking lot with the international peace garden so how i never noticed it before is beyond me because I'm usually a pretty observant guy. Um, how I did not know these peace gardens existed, I do not know. So my question to our listeners is, did you know <laughs> that these, this place existed? Um, 
or was even a thing. And it's obviously not a new thing, right? It's been around for a couple years. Oh, yeah. I, I knew about this place well beforehand. I remember the first time visiting it. I was pretty young, went with my cousins. And it was years and years later when I recalled back and thought, what was that place? The original time you went there, the first time you went there, what was the reason for going? Was it just a family reunion type deal? Because you said you met up with your cousins or just happened to be in the area? I think it was just something that we did that summer. Being out of school, we had a lot of activities to fill our time. And this happened to be the one we did that day. The best thing about it is the price, right? Oh, yeah. Free admission. So... Which begs the question, how do they keep up with this? That one I still don't quite understand. I, Since we've been home, um, been trying to find out how they upkeep everything. But have you found anything in your research on how they they pay for everything? I think it's owned by the city, right? And then it's it's ran by that. Anyways, yeah. what, did, we, well, what did you find? <laughs> first off. Some clarification needs to be done in that this is the International Peace Garden in Utah. There is one other International Peace Garden in the United States that is located in between North Dakota and Canada. That's where my, my dad's from, North Dakota. Did you know about this before? Yes. So the other day, I think that's why... Um... I messaged you to find out what's the name of the place because I that's what I thought you said the name was. And when I first Google searched it, I didn't put Utah in there and that popped up, mm-hmm. the North Dakota one, and it said that it was closed. And so I was like, oh crap, we're not going to be able to go to the, the gardens. And then I noticed that it said Canada. Yeah. This one was the first one. As a matter of fact, it was established in 1932. And the idea for the Utah equivalent was first thought of in 1939 so a couple years after the the original one was created from the research i found it was a a woman by the name of mrs otto wisely she went by Rui. she conceived the idea in 1939 and it was put on hold due to the world the war actually world war ii uh-huh and the Peace Garden actually wasn't dedicated until 1952. Yeah, I mean, we did notice walking through today that they did probably at one time have a lot of water features that were not operating. I don't know if they still operate or we don't know the answer to that question, right? But outside of not having the water features operating, I mean, it was very well kept, I thought. So I did find some some comments that people are talking about um, there was some vandalism and people stealing stuff yeah i saw that from as well. the park so I'm, I'm sure that's just goes with the territory but um yeah, pretty pretty impressed for for having a free park kept up that nice well i'm glad you were impressed i would be interested to know how the google reviewers would feel about it how about you let's do it let's find out what Google says. The Google. Uh, most pertinent review from Chris gave it five stars and said, International Peace Garden is great for Pokemon Go trainers, photographers, as well as joggers and many other things. Pokemon Go. I didn't even think about that. 
William says, very nice this time of year, very well kept. Sometimes I wish the fountains and streams were still running, but still very nicely put together. This is a nice park to take an evening stroll or an afternoon photo session. The Jordan River Trail runs along the west border of the park, easy access in and out of the park. Parking is good on the east. There's a playground and open field area right near the Peace Garden to enjoy some quality family time. The park, um, the playground today, though, was taped off with the caution tape because obviously with the COVID, they don't want people playing on the playgrounds. But I did notice right to the east of it, and when you're coming out of the parking lot, there's a skateboard park or a skate park. Mm-hmm. I did notice people skating in there, so that didn't look like it was shut down. Or maybe it was shut down and people were just doing what they want to do. To that point, though, it's a really good time to go to a place like this because when we went, there wasn't a ton of people. It's easy to keep the social distancing. There's plenty of space, and it's still nice to get out and walk around. Oh, well, yeah. Nature. Yeah, and that was one thing um, we I think we talked about a little bit at the park. I mean, it's a great – with what's going on right now, just to kind of get out of the house and stretch your legs and do something um, interesting – and not mm-hmm. cost a lot of money. Um, I mean, I was surprised uh, with my kids with their short attention span, how how long they wanted to, to stay there. So, yeah, I mean, people are pretty positive about this park on Google, uh, mostly four five star and positive reviews. Um, even some saying comments that you've said before that they came across this and didn't even know it existed until they stumbled upon it one day. What could people possibly say that would be negative about this place that's Let's a good question it. i'm sure you found something you know i did from raquel she says very sketchy area we decided not to get out of our cars bums everywhere people living out of their cars neighborhood is scary <laughs> that has nothing to do with the peace gardens right they're saying that people are living in the cars inside the peace gardens or i don't know we kind of talked about at the park a little bit how there's really not too many bad, bad areas in Salt Lake City, or I'm going to guess Utah as a whole of what people refer to as, you know, the ghetto. Um, yeah, this one did not feel threatened at all or didn't feel like I had to use my concealed weapon permit <laughs> to walk <laughs> around the park. So, it, yeah, it was very peaceful. It was very well taken care of. And like you just mentioned, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of people most of the people that we saw or kind of bumped into were taking pictures for uh, one was a wedding and a couple of people for graduation photos. But Well, some other negatives, a lot of people giving it the one stars and bad reviews simply because it's overrun by photographers. It's a beautiful place. I can see why people want to take their photos there. Because of that, because it's a great place to take pictures. How come I've never been there to take pictures before? <laughs> And I could see on a like a weekend or a Saturday when people have more time, that place being a little crowded and especially with people taking pictures. But maybe we just hit it on the on the right day. One last negative review. There are so many mosquitoes and bees that bite and sting. It kind of hurts. <laughs> I, I could see that, especially if they did have the water features. I mean, you are... I mean, the, the, the Jordan River runs just through the, the west side of the park. There's so, nothing you can really do about so it. So there's nothing you can do about it, exactly. So if you live anywhere near or ever go down the Jordan Parkway, then it's just 
what comes with the territory of being close to a body of water bugs right so i didn't notice any bees it's probably too early early in the year to to see bees but we did see a lot of what gnats is what i yeah. thought we saw over by italy there was a lot there was a lot of gnats but yeah and a lot of squirrels it was kind of fun the kids loved the squirrels but yeah i, I wondered too if they did have the the water features going if they would even be more populated with insects well our experience was pretty good today we've already talked a little bit about it but um do you have anything to add no like i i thought it was a kind of an at the same time an educational type thing to kind of see different things from different cultures um and at least each place had their own a different flag or the different had their country's flag the only thing that I think was lacking in ours was we can probably attribute this to current world events is that there wasn't much flowers or vegetation because, I mean, there's other more pertinent things going on. So they haven't had people coming in and doing the typical work that is done here. But I have saw some pictures and videos from previous years, and it really does come alive with with flowers that's a good point before we went to the park i did see some of those pictures and i didn't even think about that while we were there um but yeah i'm guessing you're probably correct or do you think maybe they don't it because of the weird weather we've had lately maybe they haven't planted yeah could be that flowers too. yet one website i looked at said it goes from i think may is when they're supposedly open through september so we're just in the beginning parts of may well we talked a little bit about the history from what i could find is it's we saw some plaques that mention this of who maintains it. it. Says today the garden remains under the direction of the Salt Lake Council of Women Past Presidents Council. So they are the ones who are in charge of it. It also says that each participating Utah based nation group is allotted a plot in which to create a garden with native plants and garden architecture and statues of world peace leaders typical of the homeland and its culture. So that was a cool thing that I don't know how long they've had these things there, but it, I couldn't tell if it was a section of for India, but they did have a, a Gandhi bust near the entrance of the park. And then in the England section, they had a Margaret Thatcher head. So I didn't see any other prominent figures throughout the rest of it other than those two, though. Well, in the, the Greece section, they had a bunch of Greek stuff. They had Socrates. So crates. So crates. <laughs> so crates, as my Bill and Ted's friends will understand. <laughs> yeah, they had a lot of the Greek philosophers. Yeah. Um, and in each section, or at least most of the sections, they have little pieces about the country, when that area was dedicated, who took part in the dedication process. So it was kind of cool to see how over the years the things have been added to it, or even in some cases things have been taken away from it and something was put in its place. So cool to just see all the history that goes into the, the park. Yeah. And the kind of the other cool thing you're mentioning, like they have a little piece about the country, but they would also have it um, in the language of that country as well. The plaques would have it in English and the language of that country. So I thought that was pretty neat. So in total, so as I said, I found one that said 25 and one that said 26 countries recommended. Um, so I can just read real quick what they are. So you've got Tonga, France, Vietnam, 
Ireland, Russia, Korea, the Philippines, Brazil, Mexico, Japan, Canada, oh, India, Denmark, Italy, Finland, Scotland, Great Britain, Switzerland, Sweden, Norway, Greece, Holland, the United States, Lebanon, Germany, Wales, and Africa as well. So, yeah, quite a few different countries that are represented here. So I wonder how you get your country. Oh, there was a preaching Buddha. There was a Buddha head near the beginning as well, probably in the, I guess it would have been the India section. It was right next to the Gandhi. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. And the Aztec calendar thing was pretty cool. Yeah, I found out a little bit more about that. So there was a really cool statue head over in the Mexico section, mm-hmm. and that's called an Olmec head, which is a a famous statue head of some sort. That's about all I know about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a statue, <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. It's cool looking. It's a little bit weathered, but it was definitely. A cool little piece when we were looking at the Mayan I'm sorry the Aztec was it an Aztec calendar an Aztec calendar right so I guess it wouldn't have been the Mayans predicting the or was it a Mayan, was it, it, Mayan? it says it was Aztec actually it was an Aztec sunstone calendar so I wonder if that calendar is actually the one we should be following we should have studied a little bit more to see if it told us when this coronavirus stuff will end They've tried over the years to have things native to the countries, which is hard because some plants that may thrive in Japan aren't going to do very well in the Utah climate. Yes. One case, well, this wasn't didn't have to do with the climate, but in 1951, some Japanese Boy Scouts donated a thousand uh, Japanese ter- cherry trees. To the garden, but they actually had to burn them all because of trade restrictions. <laughs> so kind of sad. Really? But, yeah. That's very interesting. So they ended up getting rid of those and then just replaced them with domestic cherry trees, which is still cool. But I mean, if you ever heard the term "looking a gift horse in the mouth," this was definitely that case with the trees. Surprised that Japan didn't pull away their their garden for it. Wow. That's interesting. Very interesting. This was a cool thing I found out as well. So they do many events. On their website, it still is promoting the Norway event, which is coming up on, I believe, the 17th of May. I I have my doubts that will continue because of everything else going on. Uh, Something really cool you're... Your wife was asking about that really cool-looking building they have over the Norway section. And once a year, they open it up and put all the Norway stuff inside of it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering that because that one was like it had like a padlock on it. Um, mm-hmm. Which country was it that had like the house that was all like boarded up? Was that Finland? So I wondered about that house, too, like if it had something going on before and then they just either couldn't afford to maintain it or talking about the vandalism, maybe 
they had to board it up. Yeah, I couldn't find anything about that one, just the one in Norway. But there, yeah, that that cool house, the one over in Norway. There's the Matterhorn, which I think why I have such a fascination with this place at the beginning was because I see that and I think right to where it comes from, which is of course Disneyland and not Disney Switzerland. No way. Yeah. But it's a it's a cool looking structure. It's not it wasn't sculpted. It was man made, but still very cool nonetheless. Yeah, we were looking for a Yeti, right? Couldn't find one. No, no Yeti. It is sad that they have a lot of these water features not working because there's plenty of areas for them, like in the Japan section, the China section. Uh, one of the coolest looking ones would be over where they have a mermaid. Yeah, yeah, that would have been really cool. Not much else to say about this place, but what I thought would be a good thing for us to talk about is what we would like to see from from the Peace Gardens going forward. You have any thoughts, Nate? Uh, um, like I said, I mean, I don't know how they get their funding if it comes from the state, um, but it would be really cool. At least maybe I, I know it's got to be expensive to keep the water features going. Mm-hmm. But it'd be nice if and maybe they do have a time during the year, like one month or a couple weeks where they have the water features. Everything's up and running. Maybe the day that they have all the flowers blooming and the water features. So um, it'd be really oh. cool to see it. in It's glory. That would be a good opportunity then for them to have people there, maybe even asking for donations because it is a free thing. I'm sure people appreciate it and would give even a little bit. I'm sh- That would help to maintain yeah. it and incentivize them putting those features on yeah maybe they could have like lemonade stands or a t-shirt stand in the front gate to fundraise make some money tell you what it it really is lacking though aside from just the water features there's not one waterfall (laughs) maybe there is we just don't know because it's not running i didn't see a spot for a waterfall and there's waterfalls in a lot of these countries maybe they could get a venezuelan section up in there and have Angel Falls. That would be cool. Yeah. I'd, I'd or, probably go weekly. Um, or can, Did they have Canada in there? They did have Canada. Niagara have, Falls. Uh, yeah, there you go. They could have a miniature Niagara Falls. We also noted that... But if they, they did were, the waterfall, they would have to charge a mission. It would be way overcrowded. Yeah, and everybody would want to be skating in there, too. Yeah, for some reason, people would be rollerblading. <laughs> they they already have the skate park on the side, so it's just natural that they would move into the park and continue there since there's a waterfall. Absolutely. We also noted there was stuff missing in the Brazil section. All they had was a flag, which they're missing out on. They could have – they just call it – it's called the Christ the Redeemer statue in Rio okay. de Janeiro. That would be cool if they had a little replica of that, like how yeah. they have – the Eiffel Tower in the French section. Missed opportunity there, which is surprising because there's, from what I can tell, there's a pretty big uh, Brazilian community here in Utah. So, Oh, yeah, for sure. So I'm surprised they don't have more. They could just put in a giant can of Guadana. Yeah, and have like maybe a Guadana fountain station. And a Guadana festival. What other countries would you like to see in there? 
what what would you put in for like a Uruguay? Uruguay, they could have like a gaucho, like their their cowboys. Um, Uruguay has a ton of beef, so they could have a statue of a cow. <laughs> Once a year, everyone could gather around and drink some mate there. Mate? Oh my goodness! How did I forget about mate? That could even go with Brazil as well. They should be right next door to each other. There's room for it. Yeah. Yeah, and then everybody comes and brings their mate and their bombillas and sit down and chat. Drink up, yeah. Drink Pass up. the time. I think they're missing out on not having an Egypt section because they could throw those pyramids in there, and that would be awesome. I could see that. Another one I thought of was a United Arab Emirates section. You know, the world-famous huge buildings that they have in Dubai. And it'd be like the most uh, rich section of the... Most, the most expensive section, expensive yeah. section, exactly. What about Australia? There's no representation of Australia there. Yeah, they could totally have a statue of Crocodile Dundee. Yes. <laughs> what, what else represents Australia better than Paul Hogan, as we've already discussed? How about a Jamaican section? Ooh, we could have Jamaica. a bust of Bob Marley. Okay, my only last country I'd recommend is Israel. I think Israel would be a cool one to have. Um, but there's a lot of cool buildings they could put in and replicate in the garden, which would be really cool looking. Yeah, I could see that. They could also do the seven wonders of the world. Ooh. Country. Well, that brings into question, what are the seven wonders of the world? Um, one is the Denver Broncos. <laughs> no. <laughs> no? I, I don't know about that. The Grand Canyon. U.S. Yeah, how come there's not one for the U.S.? So they do have one for the U.S. Did they? Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird because it's right in the beginning on the right side. They have a U.S. section. But on the map, it shows it's somewhere else. So it's kind of confusing, but the U.S. section was the first section dedicated, naturally, because it was the easiest. They just had to get permission from themselves to dedicate it. And then after that, it was followed by Japan. I guess it wasn't really even, till now, thinking about, did we have a U.S. section? Because you're all in awe with all the other ones. So next time I go back, I'll pay closer attention. Okay, any last thoughts on, on the Peace Gardens? No, well, like I said, um, number one, I'm curious to know who knew about the Peace Gardens. Am I like the only one who's been in the dark about this for the last 40 years? And two, if you did know about them, when was the last time you went and what do you remember about the Peace Gardens? It'd be interesting to see or hear what it was like back in the heyday when everything was up and running, there wasn't vandalism. The statues' noses weren't falling off. Everything was in pristine condition. And yeah. it would be awesome to see it return to that one day if if enough recognition were to happen, people realize this was there and how crucial part of the the community it is, and they could go in and put some work into it. Right. But even then, like we said, for what it was, I thought it was in pretty pretty well taken care of. So Yeah. Um, Normal wear and tear, right? Yeah, right. Nothing too bad. Yeah, but they could definitely polish it uh, a little more to to make it really pop. But I'm just hoping that, like, 
<laughs> my mom's not listening to this going, oh, my goodness, Nate, I took you there like 10 times when you were a kid. You just don't remember. But maybe she doesn't even know about it. Who knows? Well, those who didn't know about it are for sure going to know about it now. And we're going to see a big, at least a 50% increase in attendance at the Peace Gardens because of this. Everyone listening is going to go in droves. So, And if you don't enjoy it as much as we did, we will refund you your t- ticket price. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's our guarantee. 100, 100% money back guarantee. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love it, send us a copy of your receipt for your ticket, and we will refund you the price. Go back. Your entrance to- price. We don't want your fee to come fly out here to see it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Entrance fee, entrance fee to the park. Up to $0, we will refund you. <laughs> Stop by on your way when you're in that area. It doesn't take too long. It's a big park, but you can walk around and see everything in a matter of minutes. Give it a shot and let us know what you think and tell us how you've enjoyed it over the years as well. Um, As always, you can find us on Facebook in our recently created Facebook page, our Instagram page. And if you have any concerns or complaints, you can send them to our email at thisisaplacepodcast at gmail.com. Well... It's not too often you get all this neatness in one location, and that's called nature. Bye now.